Could Christmas stop bullets and bombs? During World War I, it did. Why is the birth of Jesus so important and powerful that it brings peace to your heart? Join Eddie Armstrong and me, Charlie Hayes, as we seek our answers from Scripture. So, Eddie, we have talked about this Christmas peace in 1914 when the soldiers from the German side received Christmas trees and presents and started singing Christmas carols, and it went over no man's land, and the Allies, the German, the, uh, the British, the French, the and others heard these songs and they were moved. Mm -hmm. And you could hear both sides singing. They were invited to sing Christmas songs together. Right. Uh, voices raised, uh, and and they put signs up to each other, inviting people over and to, to get together. And the 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 hostilities completely stopped. And across dead man's or dead, I said, yeah, no man's land, which had a lot of dead people right. in it from previous fighting. Mm -hmm. The people came together and exchanged gifts and they were, they laughed together. Uh, you even hear that they played uh, soccer or football together. Mm -hmm. uh, how would they have confidence uh, that they could do this? Yeah. Uh, you know, people were shooting just a little while before and all of a sudden, they stopped. Uh, why did they have confidence in that? Well, one, there were some rules of war. These guys had, you know, white flags and, you know, it was peace, you know, they wanted to talk. But more deeply was they were Christians. Yeah. They were one in Christ. <laughs> they, were, they were united in yeah. Christ, even though they were enemies, yeah. so to speak. Right. And yeah, so that that united them. That, that love for the Savior united them. Mm -hmm. And uh, peace demands... We have to have reliable promises to have peace. You know, if I tell you I promise to come over, but I don't show up one time, right. and I tell you I promise to go over and I show up the next time, right. how reliable am I? I'm only reliable 50% of the time. So I have 50% of the confidence that you're going to show right. up. But the promises of Jesus are 100% reliable. Mm -hmm. uh, I have, a, I have a, a young, well, she was young at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, and I guess a, she's now a great niece of mine, but when her mother would drop her off, she would say at Mother's Day out, uh, mommy always comes back. <laughs> and the little girl would comfort herself by saying the same words to herself, mommy always comes back. And so she knew that her mom would come back and is reliable. Uh, I, I can't help but say it, Jesus promises to come back for us and he's reliable. Amen. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I think Christmas time and you know, we don't know when Jesus was really born, but Christmas time is a special time because the whole world thinks about the day that Jesus was born and the promise of the Savior that was given and to give us to uh, a victory over the sin which has arisen over the world. And the birth of Jesus is that fulfillment of that promise, and which that's why people, I think, uh, find it so moving. Uh, even, 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 our, even the cold people of the world who don't do much uh, religious thinking, when they think about the great love story of the Savior being born, it moves them. Mm -hmm. uh, I, th I think, Eddie, in, in, on your Answers from Scripture page, mm -hmm. uh, if they go to Answers from Scripture online, you have some 350-something prophecies. Yeah. <laughs> concerning Christ. Talking yeah. about concerning Christ in the Old Testament yeah. and how they're fulfilled in the New Testament. Mm -hmm. 
And these are, these are promises fulfilled by Jesus. This is, goes to the reliability. I mean, 300, over 350 times, he said, this is, will happen. And it's all about Jesus coming and saving us. And 300 times it happens, the 350 times it happens. That's reliable. That's better than, you know, we, we have some great uh, football players we uh, look up to. You know, they're, they're called Mr. Reliable. But if they kick a field goal 50 times in a row and miss one, you know, we didn't, that miss one, they're, 50, they're very reliable. Well, Jesus kicked it 350 times and didn't miss yeah. any. And there were some pretty wild things yeah, in there. The, you know? um, the, yeah, that's a great point. That, you know, if you talk to the uh, mathematicians out there, they'll tell you the great poss impossible numbers of uh, Jesus fulfilling just five of those 300 plus uh, prophecies. You know, we've been studying Daniel and Revelation uh, with a group of folks, and uh, I'm preparing to uh, do Daniel 12. And part of my introduction does a kind of a summary of the entire book. And it amazed me when I started looking at this because uh, there were mile markers along the way. Uh, in Daniel 2, for example, we see the medals representing nations that would rise and fall. And then we see God not using metals, but using animals. And uh, I think it was starting in uh, Daniel 7. And then we see him using some other uh, things like the little horn. And then we see some time mile markers, the 70 week prophecy, the 2300 days, etc. And what is amazing to me, that was future to Daniel and a lot of it is past for us, but we can see the reliability of Scripture from Daniel's perspective. And it gives us confidence as Daniel turns in Daniel 12 to our future and then on to Revelation where we can see uh, even more prophecies related to, to our future. So, yes, God's word is very reliable. And I think it's what gave you and I, Charlie, the, uh, the confidence to, to believe God's word. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I think that I was probably insulated from God's word a little bit because I'd sort of grown up going to, going to churches off and on when I was a kid. But, uh, you know, so I knew, I knew some about it and probably just enough to defend myself from really touching mm -hmm. my heart uh, until I was in great need and I was able to see that the Bible was indeed 100% yes. true. It was really from Amen. God. And once you knew that, I mean, and sometimes it sends chills up your spine when you see the prophecies in Daniel and how they were so accurately fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And I think last time we talked about some really, in our study, some really detailed prophecy in Daniel 11, which I don't know how anyone uh -huh. could, <laughs> could look at that and going, wow, someone made that mm -hmm. up. Nope, I'm sorry. It even came down to Caesar Augustus, who is the guy who sent the word to tax uh, the Israelites, was sent Joseph and Mary to Bethlehem, you know, with part of the Christmas yeah. story. I mean, it's, it's uh, the Christmas story is all wrapped up in Daniel. Daniel, you see it all the time about how he promised the Messiah, told us when it was going to come, even told us how it was going yeah. to happen. It's just yeah. amazing. So uh, I'm just uh, overwhelmed by Daniel, but there's other mm -hmm. places. You know, when they when the wise men, let's see how much time do we have? 
Yeah, we can cover okay. a few of these. When the wise men came mm -hmm. in to ask for about the Messiah mm -hmm. uh, in Jerusalem, you know, they had read the prophecies of Daniel, which we talked about before. Uh, the nine, the seventy-week prophecy, which tells us when Jesus was going to be, you know, come to do his ministry, and thus, you know, we could extrapolate when he's going to be right. born. Uh, they expected that, you know, they're going to find this uh, king, and I think they they were Christians. They wanted to see the mm -hmm. Messiah, and, in Jerusalem, but they didn't know one of the prophecies. They didn't obviously didn't have the Book of Micah, because right. because the the priest said, oh yeah, yeah, Jesus is going to be born, but not here in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. In Micah, it said, but you, Bethlehem, Ephratah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from ancient times. This ancient time refers back to, you know, God. <laughs> God. So he is, he is God coming to be born in Bethlehem. Now, isn't it a shame that we don't have a reference anywhere in the New Testament of Jesus being born in mm -hmm. Bethlehem? Well, actually, Matthew 2, 1. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is one. So after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod, uh, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem. You know, actually, that story, uh, they I, I think they may have had uh, Micah as well because they uh, had Daniel in their midst in Persia. And I'm sure that uh, Daniel had all of those scrolls, which would include Micah, because when they go to the king, they were expecting to see the whole town excited about uh, about uh, Jesus being born. But th they had to tell the king, the king asked where he'd be born, and they knew the scripture as well. They said Bethlehem, uh, Ephrathah. So now the king knows where to go. And then when he finally asks uh, or determines how long they've been on their journey, he decides to kill the uh, children, uh, male children, two years and younger. So that tells us that the wise men weren't there when Jesus was born necessarily, that Jesus was probably a toddler by the time they arrived on the scene. But all that was prophesied in Mark, uh, Micah chapter 5. Right, five two, and uh, you say like we, we see it in Matthew uh, when they they were told where where he was mm -hmm. going to be born, uh, and this is I mean you see this is sort of a culmination now they 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 knew where but they they knew mm -hmm. when they knew the star was important they knew who they just didn't know exactly right. where it was and they're given the exact uh, exact yeah. pinpoint and so they're on they they leave for that Eddie I think we need to close this out because we've run okay. out of time. But tomorrow we can talk about a little bit about uh, the method of Jesus being born okay. as prophecy. This is, all goes into being reliable, yes. right? Thank you for joining us. Eddie Armstrong and me, Charlie Hayes, would like to encourage you to share answers from Scripture with a friend. We believe it will bless them. Please give us some feedback by writing us at afsepisode at gmail.com and encourage your friend to do so also. There are many useful links in the description of this podcast. Please go investigate and take advantage of them. And as always, join us as we seek our answers from Scripture.